for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hey, this is your girl, Mikhail from Journey in Christ, here to uplift and encourage the babe in Christ. These videos are here to help you on your faith journey. Testimonies, testimonies, testimonies. My first year out of high school, I was so excited. I thought I was so smart. I could officially make a decision on my body. I could now go into clubs. I had a boyfriend at the time that my parents did not approve of. So I went out with my neighborhood friends in hopes to see him. Sometime later, uh, I found out that I was pregnant. This neighborhood guy, he was the neighborhood gangster. Meanwhile, I was the, the church girl. I, after finding out I was pregnant, I had mixed feelings. Um, I did feel like I was a woman, so I didn't feel upset about, uh, the pregnancy, but the feeling that I had disappointed my parents was, I think, the major, um, issue for me. What would my parents say? How would my dad feel? His daughter just graduated. I was supposed to go off to college and now pregnant. After a few months, my mom noticed the changes because of course I didn't go right away and let them know. I was preferring specific foods. This was not in the plan. We discussed the pregnancy with my parents who were both very furious. They could not believe how I would ruin my life for someone who didn't make plans for their future. That sentence hits so different when you're all grown up and mature mentally and emotionally and can understand what that means. At that time, I could not understand why they would say such a thing about such a nice young man. The relationship in the end brought me much heartache. I first lost the baby. Then I found out that he had multiple girlfriends. And I realized how much of a liar he really was. This was not at all God's plan for me. His plans are for good, not of disaster. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything, anything you can imagine. Isaiah 55 verse 8. I made so many mistakes. I didn't know how to go back to God during that time. I visited the church that I was attending during the time and felt so guilty the entire time I was there. I was so embarrassed. 
I did not want to return at that point because of shame, shame and condemnation. I took myself out of the ministry and went to battle in the world on my own. Life seemed so easy and the relationship with God seemed so much harder. The enemy used the lust of the flesh, vanity, carnal desires to lure me into the world. I never imagined how much more heartache was out there until I met a few more liars, friends, relationships that ended horribly. Over time, breakups got easier and my heart became hardened. I became emotionally unavailable. Hurting people was normal and I thought I needed to teach others around me to be stronger, to be ready for the world. Years of being in the world, there was one day I visited my mom's church and they had an altar call. I went up. I could tangibly feel the Holy Spirit in that place. I know now that it was the Holy Spirit, but I felt a feeling that was strong and inviting. I went up, but I never really changed. I went for drinks after the service and continued living the way I used to. And at some point I had moved and even started living with a boyfriend at the time. There was nothing bad there was nothing dramatic that happened. There was just a change within me. I was no longer comfortable living in sin. I was no longer comfortable being in the arrangement that I was in. I couldn't do it anymore. I cried out to God for help. He gave me a way of escape but I still didn't fully surrender. Not until I had that encounter with my pastor where I could feel the Holy Spirit radiate from him. I could not run any longer. I started attending the Bible studies, a leadership class. I began attending Sunday services regularly and I even dreaded the thought that I would be officially a churchy girl <laughs> but I needed to stay where I could be protected where I could be filled with the word where the enemy's darts couldn't come at me easy out there in the world I had no protection from the tricks the enemy has the enemy tells the lies the enemy tells and the problems that came with it. Fast forward 15 years, I was able to graduate from college, although I didn't follow the GPS. Somehow God was able to get me back on track. If only I could tell every kid, every high school student, every child, the enemy has one mission and that's to kill, steal, destroy. 
His mission is to kill, steal, destroy. I never imagined I would still be a college graduate, nor did I think I would be a business owner. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God told people like Jeremiah, Ezekiel, to see beyond what their natural eyes could see. His plans are so much greater than our plans. God places a picture, a seed in our hearts and allows us to develop it. As we start to water the seed with our imagination, through meditation, the seed develops that is growing. He places a seed in every one of us to work on and develop. Imagine God moving you to a place where all you could see are, is the dead situation. All you could see is dry bones. A dead situation where nothing can come from it. To see a place that is barren, undeveloped, hopeless, failed and void of a future. God called Ezekiel, can these bones live? He gave the best answer when you don't know the answer for yourself. You alone know the answer to that. Then God said to speak a prophetic message. Even when you think nothing good can come out of your situation, God has a bigger plan. Oh, you may have made many mistakes and maybe are still making mistakes. God wants you to still seek him like David did. David made mistakes and he sought God. David messed up, but went back to God. He worshiped, he cried, he repented. God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live? Can life get better? Can, can my spouse come back? Can my spouse change? Can my children live for Christ? Can I still get married? Can I still have children? God said to prophesy, to speak to that situation. Imagine a murderer like Moses, wondering why would God choose me? He left his home country, not looking back for anyone for years. And now you want me to go to Pharaoh to help people who may not even be receptive to my help anyway? Like imagine how he felt. Or even when God told Samuel to go to Jesse's house and choose one of his sons, who would have known that it would be the one outside tending to the animals? He probably smelled foul. He was the little guy 
and he was obviously rejected. His dad not even considering him when Samuel came to anoint his special son or Joseph that was also rejected and hated by his brothers, sold into slavery, but later he became prime minister. Today, God is saying that no matter what your situation is looking like right now, he is bigger. His plans are bigger. Pay attention to the vision he has placed in your heart many years ago. Focus on it, develop it, dwell on it, and imagine it coming into fruition. Psalms 37 verse four says, we are to delight ourselves in the Lord. Find pleasure, joy, hope in the Lord. I once saw God as this dictator and this being that sends judgment, but he is a father that never fails, that knows the end from the beginning and has plans that surpasses our minor thoughts.